This is Fresh. Right now, we'd like to welcome to Fresh at Five uh, lawyer and social media expert Emma Sadler. We're talking hate speech. Where does your right to freedom of expression end? My right to dignity and equality begin. Emma, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Fred. Well, what a topical question we've got this week, and that is all about hate speech and where can I express my freedom of speech as the Constitution allows me? Yes. And when does that get limited because it starts impacting on your rights? Because you've got the right to freedom of expression, right? And yes. I've got the right to equality and the right to dignity. And sometimes those conflict, and we've seen it happen a lot just this, just in the last couple of weeks, mm. uh, the complaints having been laid against King Goodwill's Willettini in the midst of the xenophobic um, attacks. Just this week, uh, the WITS SRC president, uh, Dlamini, uh, saying on Facebook that there's an element of Hitler in all white people. Mm. And a lot of calls um, from all sorts of members of society saying that that's hate speech. So let's have a quick look at what the definition of hate speech is. Yeah. Hate speech in South Africa is anything that is hurtful or harmful or incites harm or promotes or propagates hatred based on one of the prohibited grounds. Now, we all pretty familiar with the prohibited grounds by now. That's, you know, race, your gender, your marital status, uh, maybe your ethnic or social origin, your color, your sexual orientation, maybe your religion. So if you're saying something hurtful or harmful or you're propagating hatred or incitement to harm on any of those grounds, mm. then you start falling into the realm of hate speech. Now, can I sue Saul for saying something that is homophobic because I am gay? You know what your, your first point of call would be, and that is to write a complaint to the South African Human Rights Commission. Yeah. Now, they're mandated by the Constitution uh, to deal with hate speech. And fairly obviously, they've all been, they've been swamped because suddenly on social media, you know, the hate speech is not a new phenomenon, except it used to be confined to, you know, chatter around the dinner table. Yes. Now people publish that opinion. So the Human Rights Commission deal with this kind of stuff. Hate speech is not yet a crime. In South Africa, there are a lot of calls to make uh, to make hate speech a criminal offence, uh, as it is in many other countries, particularly um, homophobic uh, homophobic content, racist content. Yeah. If it was directed at you, if something was racist and specifically directed at you, then you could go and lay a complaint at the police station for criminal urea, which is a crime, and that's when somebody impacts on your dignity so deeply uh, that you are really, really offended. You could actually go and lay a complaint and make it a police matter. But at the moment, hate speech isn't a crime. And, you know, the Human Rights Commission deals with thousands and thousands of these complaints every year. The biggest impact, I would say, is on your reputation. Mm. You know, if you get it wrong online and you say something that, uh, that falls into the realm of hate speech, then a potential employer, I would say, wouldn't want to touch you. So be nice to each other, uh, treat people with respect, and remember, everybody has a right to equality and a right to dignity. Quickly, are the Human Rights Commission effective in dealing with such issues? Because some people feel they're oh. toothless. Yeah, I see. I have to say that I sometimes am disappointed with some of the with some of the solutions. Um, you'll remember a few years ago there was the winner of the FHM competition um, who who, who uh, tweeted just well took on an arrogant and disrespectful K word. Yes. Because the whole word was there inside spa. Should have punched him. Should have. Yes. And then there was somebody who responded saying, "Oh, I wish we'd listened when Peter Macaba told us 
to kill all the white people because then we wouldn't have to deal with people like this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they had this whole press conference and there was a bit of a kumbaya moment and luckily they were both quite attractive and they kind of kissed and made up and it made front page news. Yeah. I think that those two individuals should have had harsher punishment. So so those are the kind of issues that we're dealing with. Um, it's a very restorative body, the, the, Human, the Human Rights Commission. Um, but I do feel sometimes people should have a slightly bigger stick than, than you know, uh, I'm really sorry and actually I do like white people or I do like gay people or I do like Jewish people. Sometimes I feel like we need a bit more. Okay, be more punitive than restorative then, sometimes. But remember the codes of conduct. You know, yeah. Lamini, uh, you know, it was a separate incident this week, but he has been told by Vitz um, that he is no longer the SRC president. So so often it's the policies, if you work for a company, uh, the, poli- the codes of conduct, if you work for, um, or if you're, if you're at university, it's more those kind of um, the big sticks that hit you, yeah. uh, which often are much more harsh because it hits you in the pocket. Exactly. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Emma Sadler, follow her on Twitter, E-M-M-A-S-A-D-L-E-I-R. Uh, she also has a book out, Don't Film Yourself Having Sex. Get yourself a copy. Emma, thank you very much. We'll see you in a week. Have an awesome day. Fresh at 5 on 5FM.